Welcome to the Daily Boogie. This Justin, the global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. More at 11. Everybody boogie bumper tonight. Let's go! 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast, Monday night, baby. I hope you're doing well. I hope you had a good weekend. I certainly did. Thank you so much for joining us. Absolute pleasure to be with you once again. I am Boogie Bumper, of course. Hopefully you're a host for the next couple of hours or so. We'll see how we go. As always, so much to get through, so little time. Uh, thank you for sharing the show out. If you did, if you didn't, well, get the fuck out. Ring the get bell out right now. and get your cheese, man. Thank you, Henry St. George Tucker Bumper, for the sub. No, that's okay. You don't have to leave. But if you do share the show out, you see there's Ring that little the ticker down the bottom. Major cheese, top. man. Thank you for the gifted subs, guys. If you do... <laughs> Thank you for the diamond, Captain Henchman. Says, if this gave you distress, then Friday gave you PTSD. Yeah, Friday was something else. If you missed it, the Friday night show, you can go back and catch the replay on BitChute. It was wild. Um, I'd like to do a show tonight, though, because you guys were so generous on Friday night. I think you've pretty much paid your way for the next... Going off previous tips to this show... And, like, the amount of money that this show generates, I think you've paid your way into fandom for the next 15 years at least. (laughs) Thank you for the diamond-winning TV. So there's no harm there. So thank you so much. Yeah, Friday was out of this world. Absolutely incredible night to be a part of. So thank you so much for that. Go and check out the replay. It's called The Night We Broke Boogie. You can catch it on my BitChute channel. Um... So much to get through, so little time. If you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you'd like to tell me about diamond rape, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at boogiebumper. If you'd like to leave a tip tonight, the preferred method is, of course, head to dlive.tv slash boogiebumper, ladies and gentlemen, or streamlabs.com slash boogiebumper. Don't worry, the shilling is not going to end there. I've got so much to get through. So much stuff. But I did want to open the show with a little bit of shilling. Because this is another thing that happened on Friday night. People were asking for this. I never thought that I would do something like this. Hand on heart. Because people have asked me about, uh, you know, merchandise before. And I've always been like, no, 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 no. It's not for me. It's not my style. There's no reason to have my name on a shirt. Trust me. (laughs) Get somebody else's name on a shirt. But JJ Stoner, uh, Major Tom and others were at me. They were up my ass for a couple of weeks saying, get a shirt, get a shirt, get a shirt. And then people in the chat were like, get a shirt, get a shirt, get a shirt. Ben K Veritas. Ben K Veritas with a diamond says, what do you mean so little time? What better have you got to do? Well, that's a good point. That's a very, very good point. So we went ahead and did it, ladies and gentlemen. So if you would allow me, just a moment of your time to do a quick little shilling operation for you. I just thought I'd get some shopping shopping music. The kind of music that you would hear at The Gap or a similar place. Uh, Daily Boogie Apparel, ladies and gentlemen. We're calling it apparel. <laughs> and here you see... Here you see the lovely Cindy modelling the Daily Boogie classic women's tea in the finest materials. I don't know what materials they are, but I'm assured that they are extremely well procured and well manufactured. You see there is no... Uh, you see there is no indentations on the stitching. The sticker is placed with delicate care. These products are handmade and hand-delivered. 
So you've got the classic tee, the women's tee, the hoodie, the bumper sticker, the boogie bumper booty right there. And you can find it teespring.com slash stores slash boogie bumper, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, and if you're part of the Discord or you're a follower on Twitter or something and you have a product that you would like to see, then let me know and I'll put it in the shop if they can do it. I don't know. But I don't know. I think it looks okay. Again, like, I'm not sure why anyone would want one. But a few people have bought one already, which is amazing to me. So thank you so much. But I think it looks okay. I didn't know what to put on the front of it. So I'm like, okay, we'll do this. We'll do this. How about that? So there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Done like a dinner. So there's the shill. There's my shill anyway. Um, I do have a couple of other things that I'd like to shill tonight, though. Just to be fair, a huge week ahead. I had my big day on Friday. If you could just bear with me for a couple of minutes, because I do want to give out a couple of shout outs. Coming up on Tuesday night, I think. It's either... God, I should I should have got this right. Hang on, give me one second and I'll get the actual date, the actual night right. Tuesday night, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, at midnight friend of the program, Joy of Pessy, who joined us last week on Thursday, by the way. Joy of Pessy is going to be watching Chairman of the Board <laughs> with the Big Empty, that's Major Tom, you know him from Sundays, JJ Stoner, another friend of the program, and Ryan Long, uh, the comedian from New York via Canada. I mean, via, from Canada via New York, who's a very, very funny guy. So I just want to give a shout out. Follow D, uh, Joy of Pessy on DLive, dlive.tv slash Joy of Pessy, because I'll probably have to watch the replay. I'm probably going to miss it live. But Ryan Long is a very, very, very funny guy. If you haven't seen Ryan Long, if you haven't heard him before, you're absolutely going to love it. Like, if you like this show, which isn't a comedy show, then you're going to love somebody who's actually a comedian uh, and a comedian like Ryan Long. Like, they're pretty rare now, like comedians that actually make me laugh. <laughs> but he is one of them. If you want a little taste of what Ryan Long is all about, uh, here's your taste. This will wet your whistle. My name is Mark Diamond, and I am now a social distance tattletale. <laughs> Officer, there's a group of three right over there. With the coronavirus taking over and everyone unemployed, it's much harder to ruin people's lives for an offensive joke or an incorrect political belief. I found another <laughs> store that's still open right now, and that's when I realized that tattling on people for not distancing can provide me my fix of lynch momming strangers on the internet. See, <laughs> see, anybody who has this level of sarcasm instantly becomes one of my favorites. <laughs> If, if, if you've been watching this show long enough, you'll know that uh, if you're a sarcastic person, then you're you're probably very close to my bosom immediately. Internet. It's a new world out there, and we need a new list of commandments to enforce on other people. I'm just looking for anyone who's posted Facebook photos of them at a park or a beach. Right now, I'm working on having him expelled from his school. People should be staying in their house and sharing their almost identical hot takes on Tiger King. I mean, yeah, it's not that hard. The government should close every business, weld every door shut, then give every yes. citizen $20,000 a month. Yes. I mean, I'd like to see the government give us a bedtime. Joe's Bakery on 2nd Street is still up and running. Bit of a military... Just, just on that, I'd like to see the government give us a bedtime. I've been sent something by someone. I'm not going to reveal their name, but they send stuff to the program a lot, and it's always good. Uh, if anybody can... I need a seconder to confirm this. Apparently in Kentucky, 
the local uh, school authority, whatever you guys call them over there, the school board, has announced uh, a, a few days where people ed- from the education system, believe this or not, I, I, that's why I need this confirmed before I um, go like fucking full Rambo on it. The, the education board apparently, allegedly, maybe, according to this printout, is going to be sending people around to people's houses to check on the cleanliness of their children's rooms in order to promote, you know, good health, safe, safe health practices. And I'm fucking reading this thing and I'm like, no, Sh- come on, surely not. Surely not. Surely the local education board is not going to be sending people around to check on the cleanliness of people's fucking rooms, right? That would never happen. I found myself saying the fucking tagline from this show. It'll never happen here. You know what I mean? So I need that confirmed before I go full Rambo on it. But let's be honest here. It wouldn't be the most crazy thing that we've seen, right? But everything, everything's up in the air right now. You can never tell. I mean, remember the whole free bleeding thing? That was started as a troll. And then you had people unironically doing it. So we're in a state of fucking mass confusion as it is. So who knows? It could be a troll. But that's why I'm like, I need, I need this confirmed. Crazy things have happened. I looked and I couldn't find it. Well, there you go. So like, who fucking knows anymore, right? Uh, where were we? Oh, right along. Presence gathering out of my house, so that's nice to see. I see myself as essentially the digital arm of the United States military. <laughs> Three people, that's no good. <laughs> Ryan Long, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, Tuesday night, tomorrow night, with friend of the program, Joy of Pessy, and the Big Empty and JJ Stoner, Ryan Long, checking out chairman of the board. There you go. Should be a fucking good time. Uh, I've got one more shill for you. Speaking of JJ Stoner, We had him on the program Wednesday night last week and we were talking about the struggle for human freedom that is the legalization across the board of the sacred practice of dwarf tossing, which funnily enough was invented right here in little old Australia. You're welcome. You're very welcome. We we fucking changed the world on that one. Sure, you went to the moon. Who cares? Who cares? We threw dwarfs against walls and made them stick. The moon landing is still argued over to this day. It's still contested history. The history of dwarf tossing, however, not so much. Everybody knows now that it started right here in my backyard, so you're welcome. So we were talking about dwarf tossing, why it should be legal, because let's let's face it, this is all about human freedom, right? This is individual liberty. If a dwarf wants to be tossed, then it should be up to the dwarf whether or not he gets tossed. That is dignity. And you have so many politicians around the world who say that this is awful, that this is archaic, that this is draconian, this is terrible practice. And it removes dignity from little people. But I say au contraire, but the little people have a right to decide for themselves how they make their cash, surely. And if you take that right away from them, are you not stripping them of their dignity, sir? Hmm. That's my hot take. So, uh, coffee talk with Sandra with the diamond. Thank you for the diamond, Sandra. Happy Monday. Yes, happy Monday to you too. And my sources aren't working again. DLive lately. DLive lately has been a little bit of a bitch. Okay. 
I don't know if anyone else is having this issue with like the chat half working sometimes and not working other times, but that's all right. We'll we'll struggle through. We'll get through it. So speaking of JJ, so the the dwarf, <coughs> pardon me, the little person at the centre of this conversation was a guy named Mighty Mike Murger, and I am very very pleased to announce that JJ Stoner has already announced that Mighty Mike Murger himself will be joining JJ Stoner on Wednesday for Midget Wednesdays, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is incredible. So you've got Ryan Long joining Joy of Pessy. You've got Mighty Mike Murger, who's small in stature but big in heart, joining JJ Stoner, who's just fucking big. <laughs> Sorry, JJ. It's just a fucking big guy. A little guy and a big guy. Big heart, big guy. And I'm sure they're going to talk about all of the important topics in the little person world. So check out JJ Stoner, dlive.tv slash JJ Stoner, ladies and gentlemen. <coughs> Pardon me. <clears throat> I've got to work these gay frogs out of my throat. And one more quick little plug. Real ass podcast, Lewis J. Gomez. Uh, if you're a fan of Revenge of the Sis or Daywave or Mersh, they're going to be on the Real Ass Podcast on Wednesday night, I think. Wednesday night. So uh, you can subscribe to Real Ass Podcast with JJ Gomez. Like I said, this week is off its tits. For me, like my my Super Bowl was Friday last week. That was next level. But for all of these guys, they're just getting warmed up. They're bringing in the big hitters. JJ, finest bigger there is. <laughs> JJ is definitely the man for this interview. Oh, I can't. I can think of nobody better to interview the great man, Mighty Mike Murga, who has now instantly become a fan favourite on this show. Gypsy, thank you for joining us. Gypsy missed out on the Friday show. So Gypsy in the chat is a, like a regular uh, top fan, top tier fan of this show. Thank you for the diamonds. <laughs> Where did you steal the diamond, Gypsy? Who did you steal the diamond from, Gypsy? So Gypsy was, has been at me for like months. Do Friday night, do Friday night, do Friday night, do Friday night. We do Friday night last week. She doesn't turn up. She's not here. <laughs> so there you go. But uh, Real Ass Podcast, Lewis J. Gomez, uh, Mersh and Royce. It, it should be good. I'm looking forward to it. So there's your shill for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. A huge week. A huge week ahead. One more quick shill for you. There's a lot of stories happening lately of people flouting the social distancing rules. Now, if you're not aware of what the social distancing rules are, they are fake magical laws that don't really exist that can see you thrown in prison or fined or socially ostracized by the rest of the community. Winning TV with a diamond. Buy the merch and put boogie across your boobs. Yes, we've also got, if you'd like to see... We have the yoga pants, the leggings, ladies and gentlemen, which people were mocking. But I thought, well, if a lady wants to have a little bit, a little bit of boogie on her booty, then who am I to deny her? So you too can have boogie on your backside. Huh? You like them apples. It can't happen here. Ben K. Veritas with a diamond. Uh, boxers, please. You want boxer shorts? Okay. <laughs> I'll have a look at boxer shorts. So here's an example from Down Under, ladies and gentlemen. People who don't live together found together in car by Victoria Police 
now repaying debt to society. This comes from the Weekend Australia, uh, Australian via Michael Smith News. Victoria police have issued 87 social distancing fines in the past 24 hours. Breaches include a hotel party, group gatherings in private residences. Remember when we said that they're going to start breaking into your homes to see if you're gathering or not? And everyone was like, no, come on now. Don't be ridiculous. We played the clip a couple of weeks ago of the New Jersey police chief who was saying that we need drones in order to be able to get a good look into your backyard. We need to see what's happening in your backyard. I've got some killer drone stuff tonight. Tonight, we're going to go through the science of propagandizing drone use. Holy shit! Dropping the guinea in our lap. Becca67, thank you so much. Dropping the guinea in our lap. Booty boogie, absolutely. Get a little boogie on your booty. Thank you so much. Very generous of you. So I've got some drone clips tonight, which will blow your fucking mind. Victoria Police, listen to this. Victoria Police Coronavirus Task Force. Now there's a task force. We knew this was going to happen. There's committees and task forces. Task forces. God, I need another sip of smart juice. Hang on. Dead Jedi in the chat says they're doing that here in Baltimore with the planes. If you're in Baltimore, if you didn't see the show, we did a whole segment about the spy planes in Baltimore. I've referred to it a lot on this program. That's another thing. People are like, no, surely that's not happening. That's not happening. It's like, yeah, yeah. The literal spy planes the from, from the Iraq cheese, War. Man. Thank you for the gifted sub winning TV. The literal spy planes from the Iraq War are now circling over Baltimore 24-7. And when a poll went out to ask the average citizen, do you want this? 70% of them said yes. <laughs> we want the actual literal spy planes flying over our heads as though we were terrorists. Isn't it wonderful? Don't you feel safe? Listen to this. Victoria Police Task Force Operation Sentinel. <laughs> it's just frothing at the mouth conducted 688 spot checks at homes, businesses, and non-essential services across the state, bringing the total to 30,000 since March 21. Spot checks, ladies and gentlemen. Random spot checks to see how many people are in your home, should they be there. Just read that second uh, sentence again. Imagine the interaction between police and people in a car who don't live together. Who are you and who are you? What is your relationship to her? Where do you live? Where does she live? Why are you together? What sort of a society puts its people and police in that position? Ladies and gentlemen, shit is getting real. Tomorrow I'm going to deal with the social tracing apps that are being pushed by all the governments. You You should see the level of soft promotion that is being pushed out here by the corporate mainstream media by celebrities, by the government for this social tracing uh, software on your smartphone. It is out of this world. So we're going to do that tomorrow. But I was watching Revenge of the Sis earlier and they were talking about snitching and it reminded me of a story I heard here that happened to somebody local. Someone local went to a car wash in the middle of the night, right? You know those self-serve car washes where you pay a couple of bucks and the gurney starts working, so you soap up your own car. You wash the car yourself, basically, but just at their place. So this person apparently went down to the car wash at like one in the morning. Nobody was there. 
Not a single soul around. <clears throat> because they thought, I'll avoid the crowd. My car needs to be washed. It's fucking filthy. I'll avoid everybody else. I'll go down to the car wash. So at like one in the morning, this poor guy is washing his car and the police show up. And it turns out the person who lived across the road saw this happening and couldn't wait to get on the phone to instruct, you know, our boys in blue that somebody is apparently, somebody who's out there in the middle of the night on their own with nobody else around is apparently putting the community at risk by washing their fucking car. And this guy got fined. It just makes me sick, stuff like that. It makes me fucking sick. So with that in mind, I'm pleased to announce that another friend of the show, ladies and gentlemen, Irrational Times who's responsible for the opening song to this podcast, uh, he's put out a public service announcement when it comes to snitching, when it comes to dobbing people in over things like social distancing. I think it's an important message. It's a very serious message. It's a message that needs to get out there. So I'm going to grab it. I'm going to grab the link to this PSA and put it in the chat for you. So you too can share this around if you've got neighbours or friends or family who think it's a good idea to stab people in the back, to call the police over very minor things like just being outside or walking your dog or sitting on a park bench. If you think it's a good idea to have those people rounded up, thrown into handcuffs, dragged away, hopefully in front of their children, which is always extra points on the internet. If you think that's good, well, this public service announcement was made just for you. Ladies and gentlemen, the great, the wonderful, the talented, the irreverent Irrational Times. You gotta mind your own business, it's the best thing to do. If not, sometimes you look like a fool. But you believe the news and all the lines they're giving. Now you're left bitching. It used to be that snitches got stitches, but not anymore. <laughs> the world's gone crazy right at my front door. You see, your neighbors have a couple of friends. They came over for a visit, now you call the feds. The guy down the street leaves his house too much. Why can't he fall in line like everyone else? So you be snitching like a little rat fink. If you was in the mob, you'd be six feet deep because you're snitching. It's your new favorite thing. All your friends and family, you're gonna turn them in. All the things that we did last week, you see me doing them now. You call the police. The other day you were standing in line. I got you close, now I'm doing time. It used to be that snitches got stitches, but not anymore. Now you're lining up for some kind of reward for snitching. Snitching Snitching on a Monday and Tuesday morning Wednesday and Thursday night 
snitching on a Friday and Saturday too. You even tattled tale in the afternoon. It used to be that snitches got stitches, but not anymore. The world's gone crazy right at my front door. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. The great irrational times. He's a true fucking prodigy. He, he writes all the music, he writes all the lyrics, he performs it, he records it, he produces it, and he does it for the betterment of the community. That's a public service announcement we need to see. So get that out there, circulate it, share it around. Everyone needs to know the lesson that snitches get stitches. <laughs> all right. On that theme, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into some stuff here. I came across this story a couple of days ago, and I laughed and I laughed and I laughed and I fucking laughed. I laughed so hard I almost passed out. Buffalo Grill. Buffalo Grill in Houston, Texas. I've never been to Houston, but it has a special place in my heart because I grew up as a Rockets fan. And everybody tells me that it's a liberal shithole and I wouldn't want to be there. I would never want to visit there and I wouldn't want to live there. But I would go there for a Rockets game. I'm just putting it out there. And maybe, and maybe some Texas barbecue if there's a good place around, which I'm sure there is. Buffalo Grill in Houston receives violation notice after police were seen eating outside, ladies and gentlemen. Yes! The long arm of the law is going to get you, sir, officer. The president of a Houston restaurant said he was surprised to learn his business received a violation notice from the Houston Fire Department. Okay, so keep track of this. The Fire Department's now issuing notices. I didn't even know they could fucking do that. I didn't know they could find people like what they just act like police when they feel like it. <laughs> he got a violation notice from the Houston Fire Department after police officers were seen eating on the patio. <laughs> However, HFD's fire chief, UK Neil with the diamond, UK Neil with the diamond says, fuck the police coming straight out the underground. HFD's fire police said a citation was never given. Oh, we're just giving you a warning, sir. This is just a warning. The incident reportedly happened Monday at the Buffalo Grill location on Bissonette. Bissonnet? Someone from the Houston Fire Department informed the restaurant's general manager that police officers standing outside while eating needed to leave, according to Buffalo Grill President John McAleer. So here's John. Let's see what he's got to say for himself. I don't know if this interview is any good. I haven't watched it yet. What you were told, what happened that day when the fire marshals arrived? Ah, oh, put, put some headphones in, sir. We can hear the echo. We can hear the feedback. So from my understanding is that we had a number of police officers sitting on the... Uh, kind of looks like Shane Gillis, doesn't he? Uh, uh, on the patio, I believe, and... and uh, we are feeding all of the first responders for free right now, so we get a number of police officers and fire department as we normally do. Okay, that's good. Feeding the first responders for free. That's thats a very nice thing to do. Just something you've got to do for the community, mate. Looking after the first responders so the police get free feeds. Okay, that's fine. Good stuff. He's obviously a very proud local community kind of guy. Looking after the first responders. Salute to you, sir. Hats off. Since 84, we've been giving 50% discounts to all first responders. Not bad. Nothing new for us. Uh, from what we understand, a fire, uh, somebody from the fire department came in and, and informed my manager that uh, he needed to ask the police officers to leave, and, and he didn't feel 
really comfortable doing that. Uh, <laughs> so I believe she went out there and asked them to leave. And then wow. My understanding is about 15 minutes later, yes. another set of police officers were there. The yes. fire marshals came. Yes. Asked them to leave and wrote us a notice of a uh, violation, I believe is what it's called. <laughs> Major Tom nails it in the chat. Thanks for the lunch. Here's your citation, sir. <laughs> so he's feeding the police officers. And the fire department guys cruising past go, well, I don't like the fucking look of this. I don't like this one bit. You need to tell the police officers to leave. <laughs> we've been fe- we've been feeding the, the first responders for free during this lockdown. <laughs> Get the fucking cops out of here. They're flouting the rules. Here's your here's your citation, sir. Absolutely fucking brilliant. I love stories like that. Ah, you know what? We need to hear from the experts. Because that's one thing, but let's be fair here. A fire department guy, a firefighter is not an expert. And in times of crisis like we're currently living in, I think we need to turn to the experts for guidance, for rules, uh, to let us to remind us of how stupid we all really are, how we can't be relied upon to think for ourselves, to act in our own best interest. So I turn to the experts. Do you remember a while ago I was saying, you probably want to start getting stuff from the supermarket now, because eventually the supermarkets the supermarkets might start closing and then you're going to be screwed and a lot of people were coming up to me saying no 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 no. they're never going to close the supermarkets it'll never happen here right well stumbled across this little piece of magic uh ironically from houston ladies and gentlemen i keep up with the houston local news believe it or not the same city the experts have something to say about the supermarkets Following the spread of the virus, there is more talk among experts. Uh, G.I. G.I. just lurking. Uh, just here to hear the song, What Up? And Thank you for the diamonds, tonight As to whether customers should even be let inside of grocery stores. Yes! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Let's go through them. Weed dispensaries, check. <laughs> Pharmacies, check. Liquor stores, check. The patio of a bar and grill to feed hungry police officers, eh, sorry, can't help you, sir. Get the fuck out. The supermarket, no, shut it down. <laughs> Do you want to hear it again? If you live in Houston, now might be the time to stock up, ladies and gentlemen. Now might be the time to go down there and fill the fridge and the freezer if you have the capability to do so. Holy shit! Becca67 dropping a double guinea on us. Thank you so much. Very generous of you. Very generous. Thank you so much. If you're in Houston, now might be the time to stock up. Remember, they said they'll never close the supermarkets. Well, 
spread of the virus, there is more talk among experts and union leaders tonight as to whether customers should even be let inside of grocery stores. Good. Channel 2's <laughs> Sophia Ojeda is live tonight. Good. Kick them out. Kick them out of the grocery stores. What do you need groceries for anyway? You have Uber Eats. Taking a closer look at this debate that has sparked a serious discussion tonight among Channel 2 viewers. Right, Sophia? Yeah, good evening, Chris. That is right. Our KPR. I just love that other parts of the world are starting to talk about now opening back up. So it, the same dynamics happening here in Australia, by the way. In Queensland, they're starting to open up just little bits here and there. On In New South Wales, they, they're like, okay, we're going to let people go to the beach, but they're only allowed to go in the water. They're not allowed to congregate on the city. <laughs> it is a bureaucrat's wet fucking dream right now. Coming up with all of these pointless little rules. Pointless, finicky, nitpicking little rules. Oh, Evil Ian just DM me about the glass. So, please, we'll have to do another shill here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, because a pub- couple of people in response to the shirt, which I'll just quickly throw back up again. Oh, uh, no, we'll stick, with the, we'll stick with the leggings. How about that? After I posted the store where you can buy a Daily Boogie shirt if you feel so inclined, uh, a couple of people were asking about glasses. Uh, pint glass, maybe a whiskey glass or something like that. Uh, a shot glass, I don't know if that's too small. But uh, through JJ Stoner, funnily enough, I've uh, got in touch with Evil Ian, who is a bit of a maestro when it comes to making glass products. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to order a couple of things from Ian. Uh, he'll make them, he'll send them out, and when I get them, I'll show you, and you know, then you'll be able to say, okay, I want one, right? And I'll direct you to Evil Ian who's made some incredible stuff in the past. Um, I've put his Twitter up on... I don't know if he wants me to show his Twitter on on the show or not. Mm. Shot glass is definitely doable. Uh, Is it okay if I put your Twitter up on the show? We'll just grab Ian's Twitter so you can follow him. Because he does do amazing stuff. Yeah, fuck the mug club. We're doing the shot glass club. Because that's what real men do. <laughs> or a whiskey glass. Uh, Kimmy wants credit for this. Okay, you can have all the credit you want, but I'm getting the money. <laughs> no, just kidding. Ian's getting the money. <laughs> so thank you for the diamond, Kimmy. Uh, yep, share the Twitter and Instagram. Okay, no problem. So here he is. Follow uh, Ian C-O-H-99, ladies and gentlemen. He makes very stylish. I believe that's a small vase for a single rose. Of course, it wouldn't be anything else. Uh, I don't know what this is, but it looks fantastic. (laughs) But he does great glass art. Uh, That is clearly a drink stirrer or female sexual aid. Uh, Little pipes like this. Looks good. So uh, Ian's going to whip up a couple of glasses for me. I'll get in touch with him and I'll sort it out. And if they're any good, you can head to Ian Michael Glass Art. Thank you for the diamond, Becky. You missed Friday. You have to go back and watch the replay, Dale. It's on BitChute. It's called The Night We Broke Boogie. Thank you for the diamond. Coffee talk with Sandra. Pipes. Wesley Pipes. So if, if you like the glass, if you like the idea, uh, if you've got anything else that you've got an idea for, if you want to check out his other products, 
Uh, the link to his store is right there on his Twitter. Follow Ianco99. Can't go wrong. Whiskey TV says, uh, Whiskey TV, Winning TV says, Whiskey mugs for me. Coffee Talk with Sandra wants one beautiful pipes. There you go. See, the shill stream is working perfectly. So, yeah, thanks for that, Michael. Ian, 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 Michael. I don't know. Glass guy. <laughs> Let's call him the glass guy. Thanks, Coffee. Hit me up. So, there you go. Uh, looking forward to that. Things are happening. Everything's going well. There you go. Get your boogie bumper dildo. JJ Stoner in the chat. Thank you for joining us, JJ. <laughs> Very subtle as always. Now let's find out why the good people of Houston are going to be locked out of their own fucking supermarkets. <laughs> on Channel 2 viewers, right, Sophia? Tell us more, Sophia. Yeah, good evening, Chris. That is right. Our KPRC2 online poll is pretty tight right now. 52% say yes. Go to pick up only, while 48... 52% of the population say go to pick up only. See, if my supermarket was like pickup only, I don't think I'd I don't think I'd give them money. I like to be able to walk around. I like to be able to see things when I buy them. You know those service stations, you call them gas stations, where in the middle of the night you have to talk through that fucking window and they go and get the stuff off the shelf for you? Like if I go to walk into a gas station. <laughs> Becky with the diamond says Friday 2.0. Unfortunately, I think you're going to miss out because I think we tapped everybody out on Friday. It was absolutely off its tits. Again, if you miss Friday's show, uh, jump on BitChute and check it out. It was pretty wild. Boogie in your bumper with a BB dildo. Absolutely. You can put my little face on there if you want. <laughs> this show is not going how I planned it to go. It's a lovely thought, though. So, you know those gas stations where you have, like, the glass window? If I go to walk into a gas station in the middle of the night and the guy doesn't open the door and he's like, no, no, you need to come over here to the little, you know, it's like it's almost like a bookmaker's window. That I, I won't go in. I just go, no, nah. I give him the finger and I walk away, get back in my car and fuck off. Because, like, oh, I'm not going to deal with somebody like that through a window. <laughs> Winning TV says, not all the way tapped. Sounds like a challenge. So I, I can't deal with people like I can't talk through the glass screens to people. Cheese, I don't like man. it. Thank you, Winning TV. So the future for me looks pretty bleak. Because if you're if you're somebody who likes you know you know if you can have a conversation with somebody working at a store and you don't like the impersonal feeling of being separated by glass when you're trying to talk to someone, having a little bit of bad hearing like I do doesn't help either. Because you're always like, huh, huh, what, what? Then it looks like this is going to be the new normal. And unsurprisingly, a majority of people in Houston actually want this fucking stupid idea. So, eight percent of our viewers say no grocery stores should stay open. And while this is happening across the country, grocery stores switching to that pickup. I mean, they're so casual about it. Did you ever think that fifty percent of people in any city, let alone a major one like Houston, would ever say no? You should shut the grocery stores down. Did you ever think that was going to be possible? People were telling me there's no way they're going to shut the grocery stores down. Now the majority of people actually want it shut down. Still. Gypsy in the chat, exactly like bread lines. It's exactly like bread lines. 
you'll be forced to line up out the front of the supermarket. You'll get to the little window or the door. You'll give them your name and then they'll go and collect your products for you. You'll have to stand 1.5 metres away from whoever's around you and just form an orderly line in the car park, please. Make sure you get here early because now that people aren't allowed to go in and get their own products, you're going to be here all fucking day too, by the way. All fucking day. Uh, Shorty Graf says, don't believe they're fake polls. This is the problem though, right? You can say that it's fake and you might be right, but just the fact that it's being broadcast will be enough for some politician on a power trip to to make it happen. So, like, you can say, oh, don't believe the fake polls. Yeah, but that doesn't matter in the end. That's going to be irrelevant in the end because the politicians are going to point to the fake polls and as the reason for shutting the supermarkets down. So I'd much rather say to people, hey, get ready for the day when they shut the fucking supermarkets down than tell people don't believe the fake polls, right? It's not really about believing the polls or not. It's about understanding the psychology of what people in power will do with this kind of ammunition, right? Lou Frigno in the chat. I hear you. I hear you too. We hear each other. It's a very, it's a very nice hearing environment here. Sorry I'm late for class, Mr. Boogie. Do you have a note? Get the fuck out, fascist hippie. But everyone is cooperating. How fake can it be? Lou Frigno in the chat. Ben K. Veritas with the diamond says, anything's possible. I've learned that over the last four years. And we're going to keep learning it. It's not getting any better. Uh, in the second half of the show, like I said, we're going to go through the the programming style propagandizing that's being forced upon people in regards to the use of police drones. And then tomorrow we're going to do tracer apps. So it's a very happy. Last week was very uplifting, very upbeat. We had lots of fun. This week, I want to bring you right back into the depths of hell. This week, I want you right back curled up in the corner, pissing yourself, crying yourself to sleep understanding not thinking but knowing that we have no fucking chance <laughs> i want you to accept the fact that there is no hope <clears throat> because really giving up hope is liberation hope is a dangerous thing to steal a line from red in the shawshank redemption hope is a dangerous thing hope can kill a man once you accept the reality that we are completely fucked then you can start to have fun then you'll start to enjoy life more the drinks will taste better. The food will smell better. Of course, you won't be able to have any of those things because you won't be allowed out of your home, but just imagine it. <laughs> I'm sure it's pretty much the same thing. You won't be able to purchase them because they'll shut the supermarkets down. But when you think about how much fun it was to sit down and have a steak dinner and have somebody bring you a pint of cold beer, then that it'll be worth it, trust me. Only option. It doesn't look like that's going to happen to grocery stores here in the Houston area anytime soon. I mean, it would be great if they could pull it off. It would be right great now, if they could pull it off, huh? <laughs> Why is it we can always find? And, you know, present company is excluded. Ben K. Veritas with a diamond and a great comment. Objective truth manifests even if it's a lie. 100%. That's pretty much what we were saying on this show when this whole clusterfuck started, if you remember. It doesn't matter if you think coronavirus is real or not. People's reaction to it will make it real. It will manifest it into reality. Coffee Talk with Sandra with a diamond says, I will never give up on my hope. Never! Well, you're not trying hard enough. 
So present company excluded, why is it that we can always find a female of a certain vintage that is always willing to go on the news and tell them how excited they are about new regulations that would see people line up like fucking Soviet breadlines or be thrown in prison for walking their dog or be dragged away in handcuffs because they go to the park to play T-ball, right? Why are we always able to find these people instantly? Present company excluded. I know you're different, but your comrades, ladies, in this particular schism, in this particular vintage this particular subsection of society, they're letting your team down. There aren't many like guys my age who are saying, yeah, I think it's fucking great to lock people up. There are some, but not as the ratio is very different in that age group. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. I'll see you in hell. When you order online, it takes days to get your food, so. It's a great idea. Honestly, uh, this is my first time curbside pickup today. I have not <laughs> left the house in about two months. This is a wonderful idea. She sounds like straight out of the Eastern Bloc, but. <laughs> I think this is a tremendous idea. This reminds me of Czechoslovakia in 1974. You see, it was very nice. We would all uh, line up at the grocery act, uh, at the grocery store in our cars. It was family time. We would call this family time, <coughs> and this I think is very nice idea. This is first time, first time I do a roadside pickup since Ceausescu was in power. Of course, back then the only thing you could get was oranges, but I make I make amazing orange recipe just with orange and duck fat and two slices of bread. This is amazing. He's reminding me of waiting for bread in the motherland, Major Tom. Get your food, so <laughs> it's a great idea. Honestly, uh, this is my first time curbside pick. I am, tr- I, am, I am true American patriot. I am American like apple strudel. <laughs> oh, look at me. Drew Jackson with the tape, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Bugai. We've been discussing the lack of attention given to the YouTube side of the chat and we don't think that being oh. retarded should be held against us so blatantly. Oh. Sincerely, Utards. <laughs> Sincerely, on behalf of the Utards, Andrew Jackson's chat. And can I just give a big fucking shout out? It's so good to see your name back in the chat room, sir. We know what you've been going through. And just fucking double Romans to Andrew Jackson's taint, ladies and gentlemen. The best damn YouTube moderator on the interwebs. Uh, the Utahs are apparently a little upset that they're not getting any attention. Yeah, but isn't there only like five of you over there? <laughs> isn't there only like five or six of you that hang out on YouTube? Everybody's over here on DLive, bro. By the way, if you are watching on YouTube and you haven't yet signed up, look at that follower goal. So close to a 1,000 on DLive. Come on. Make me a very happy little boogie. Maybe I have to do something like if we reach our thousand follower goal, I'll give away um, one of Ian Michael's glass stirrers, which we've now redesignate. We've repurposed it as a dildo now on this show. So we'll get a daily boogie glass stirrer. We'll repurpose it as a daily boogie dildo and we'll send it out to somebody for nothing. What do you think? Uh, why since it uh, with, the, uh, with the diamond? This is for Andrew Jackson's taint. Well done. I'm switched for the memer. Coffee talk with Sandra with the diamond balls are shallow, pussies are deep. 
So how about that? I'll do it like a random giveaway. When we reach our thousand follower goal, I will I will get, I will get the great talented uh, Michael to make us a stirrer, which we've now repurposed because we can do that now in Corona Chan land. We can take things and give them new meaning. So we'll get a glass stirrer, which is now a glass dildo, and I'll do a giveaway. I'll send it to somebody. I'll approve somebody. We'll do some like random thing. I don't know how it's going to work. We'll do some kind of jackpot after we get to a thousand. I'll figure out a way to do it. I'm sure there's like some kind of random giveaway kind of fucking function on DLive. I'll figure it out. So one lucky listener will get a free boogie bumper dildo. How about that? <laughs> Should be good. Should be great. When we hit our thousand goal. Cup today. I have not left the house in about two months. I have not left the house in two say, months. While some stores in different parts of the country can pull this off, it's not a perfect idea. No. Going to pick up only. It's not a perfect idea. It's not even a fucking good idea. How about that? Only would cut out many people in need. Whoa, hang on. What was this? Perfect idea. Going to pick up only would cut out many people in uh-huh. need. Though. And going to pick up only. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I would think that pickup only is probably only a function that the big department stores would be able to do because they have the staff available to go around and do your shopping for you, right? Like if you run a small convenience store or a small supermarket, surely you can't hire, surely you can't fill all of the orders yourself, right? You'd be working fucking day and night putting together people's shopping lists. So this is just yet another stab in the back for small business. Like if if you if you're if you're a family run supermarket, how the hell are you going to fill like a thousand orders of people and their individual fucking things and go around and pick it for them? It's only the big places like Walmart which can bring in a team of kids pay them a fucking pittance and then just say, okay, go around and fill up these shopping carts. Here's your list. Go do it. The small supermarkets, they can't do that. So yet again, government is doing its fucking best to shit all over small business and just feed more money into these global corporations. Terrible stuff. How about this? Since we've now decided that we... I want to bring you back. I want to bring you back, boogers. Bring you back to the positive. Since we've decided that we're now going to uh, give away a dildo. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. I'll, I'll see, see you in hell. Please give me donate, Kagan. So Kagan just came in, just followed and said, please give me donate. I don't know. That's pretty optimistic, bro. <laughs> it's pretty optimistic there. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen anybody do that before. He actually put the donate link before he followed. Well, well, good luck with that. Good luck with that, my Nigerian prince. (laughs) Since we've decided that we're going to give away a boogie bumper glass dildo on the show, ladies and gentlemen, let's get in the mood. Lockdown sex with household items doesn't have to be dangerous, doctors say. This headline already has me... Uh, has my attention, has my ears perked, has my eyes widened, has me shifting uneasily in my chair. The coronavirus quarantine and social distancing haven't hampered the horniness in humanity, ladies and gentlemen, but they have forced some to become more creative in their quest for gratification while stuck at home. 
Online searches for homemade sex toys have swelled since society has closed its doors, reports The Mirror. According to research done by online marketplace OnBuy, there were over 23,000 Google searches made for sex toys across UK cities last month, ladies and gentlemen. Do you remember a few weeks ago, I think about a month ago, there was a guy who was protesting out the front of Amazon, right? One of the Amazon workers, one of the guys who puts shit in boxes. And he was saying that we shouldn't be here. Like, we shouldn't be exposed to coronavirus because why? Like, literally, a verbatim quote was, a sex toy is not an essential item. Well, now we have the evidence. Now the numbers are in. It seems the sex toys are more essential than you first thought, sir. Is it safe to fuck a ham with a hole drilled in it? Uh, I would think so, unless you're concerned about salmonella. So make sure it's a fresh ham. Uh, these stats don't surprise Dr. Lauren Stretcher, Stryker, Stryker, Stretcher, a clinical professor of obstetrics, obstetrics, obstetrics and gynecology at Northwestern University's Feinberg School of Medicine and author of Sex, Hormones, Health and Your Best Sex Ever. She says social distancing lends itself to masturbation, but with everything shut down and family members at home, people might be wary of ordering toys in the mail. Well, that could be awkward. <laughs> dad, Dad, look what came for you. <laughs> the safest sex is masturbation, period, Stryker tells the Post. And since the beginning of time, people have used things around the house to self-stimulate. For most people... It's not what they can afford or want to buy a sex toy, but they might not want to go online or have people see their Amazon orders. Stryker says there should be no shame, but she has some helpful tips if you're looking to convert household objects. <laughs> Remember last week when everyone was like, oh... Donald Trump said you should in, you should inject bleach into your own system to in order to kill the virus, and uh, it was why sensitive made the comment, very poignant comment. If you think that he said you should inject bleach, then you should inject bleach. Like if you think that that's what was happening, then go ahead and do it. You're the exact person that should be injecting themselves with bleach. If you need somebody to give you tips on how to use household items that you find in the kitchen or the bathroom or the living room. In order to masturbate, <laughs> I, I don't know what to do for you. I don't know how to help you. Well, I've got I've got this I've got this cucumber here. Should I do I put it in sideways? Do I put it in sideways? What about what about uh, what about a screwdriver? Oh, I, what about this twelve-inch butcher's knife? Would this work? It's like okay, you're on your own, kiddo. If you're looking for a dildo and not a vibrator and you want to put something in your vagina, make sure there are no sharp edges on the object, says Stryker. <laughs> yes, you needed to know this. You needed to be told. Do not insert... Ladies, ladies, I know everybody's a little frustrated right now and everybody's a little hot under the collar. Everybody's getting a little toey, a little edgy, and a little horny. But please, if you're going to masturbate with a household object, don't use a carving knife. <laughs> this comes from the experts, you see. You couldn't figure this out on your own. You had to be told. 
fucking wonderful. We de- we deserve this, don't we? We absolutely deserve coronavirus. If you couldn't figure this out on your own, then maybe I shouldn't put knives in there. <laughs> Loves to spooge. Perfect name for this. Says, I can't believe this is an article. Yes, it's advice. Get ready for an influx of emergency room extraction articles, please. They're my favourite kind. Anything is a dildo if you're brave enough. Kitty be in a chat. <laughs> Come on, patriot. Stick a knife in there for your country. Consider putting a condom on it. Not because it needs to be sterile, because we know penises are hardly clean. If something breaks, you don't have to go fishing for it. If something is on the short side, it may get lost. And if a piece of fruit breaks off, it may be acidic. As for the electric toothbrush vibrator. Oh, goody. The the doctor advises putting a cotton covering like a t-shirt or cloth over the bristles so it doesn't irritate the clitoris. Safety while getting off is key right now. Considering a trip to the emergency room is dangerous amid the pandemic, we all have our slideshows of things that have been retrieved in the ER that people couldn't extract. I can't get my zucchini out. That would be bad. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. From the health experts looking after you, making sure you get through this in one piece. Quote, don't put a butcher's knife in your vagina. That's all the advice you need as far as I'm concerned. Electric toothbrushes allowed, says Jimmy in the chat. All right. I'm going to take a quick five-minute break, grab myself a beverage, and go to the little boys' room. I suggest you do the same. Please leave the electric toothbrush where it is and don't pick up that butcher's knife, even if you are really, really horny. Because I'll be back in five minutes, and I don't think you can get the job done in that time. If my experience is anything to go by. It usually takes me longer than a year to make a woman orgasm. So I'm pretty sure that that's normal for everybody. But I'll be back in about five minutes. Grab a beverage, settle in. Got so much more to get through. Much more fun to be had on this Monday night edition of The Daily Boogie. See you soon. Novelty comedy songs, organic, handmade with painstaking care, put into every note. Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later, Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week. So check it out. Idiot 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 It's the J.J. Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. 
Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet. We also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. Hi. I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus <laughs> Christ, what are you, fucking Asian Dick Tracy? You <laughs> have to ruin my evening. Like I, I'm just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you, you gotta, you just gotta do that. Without the hat, so you're not enjoying it. No. <laughs> Dude, Asian uh, come Dick on, Tracy. I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover in, in Argentina, but it's now working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I hate oh, come on, you secretly love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so... Subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Feeling depressed? Need someone to tell you it's not okay? Do you like goth public access TV? Then join me for The Big Empty every Sunday at noon. Major underscore Tom on DLive with zeros for O's because everything in your life is that difficult. There's a place that we can go to watch old things. All the warm, fuzzy member berries it brings. It's a special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessie. Can't be old movies and old cartoons. We hope to see you over there very soon. It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessie. When we were kids and there wasn't any school We'd sit and watch all the best cartoons Eating cereal until it was noon We never thought that 30 years later It'd still be cool Saturday night and cheesy movies The ones that used to show us boobies It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessy Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. This Justin. 
The global officials that can help all, also known as Gotchu, have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. More right on. This world can get you down. There's just one thing you can do. You gotta get back up and shake it all around. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody boogie bumper tonight. Come on back. Thanks for sticking around. Second hour here on the Daily Boogie Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Absolute pleasure. If you just came in, you missed out on all the sexy stuff. Now we're going to do the depressing stuff. <laughs> but just a quick reminder. Um... You saw the ads playing there, JJ Stoner, Joy of Pessy. So Joy of Pessy tomorrow night at midnight with the great comedian Ryan Long. Uh, Wednesday, Midget Wednesday with JJ Stoner, we'll be interviewing Mighty Mike Murga. And you saw uh, a cameo performance there from Royce from Revenge of the Sis on the Sunday night Chit Show promo, ladies and gentlemen. This week, uh, Wednesday, I do think it is Wednesday. Might be Thursday, I'm not sure. Wednesday or Thursday, I've got to get my shit right. I should write notes. I'm not a very good note taker. I, can't, I don't take any notes. I just let let it flow. And I think that's obvious <laughs> with my stiltering cadence. But um, Wednesday or Thursday, the Revenge of the Sis guys will be on the Real Ass Podcast with the one, the only, Lewis J. Gomez. So support the shows that support us. All right, let's get into it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us on this edition of The Daily Boogie. We're back. We're coming back. We're coming in red hot with this one. When I think of technology, I think of India. Round of applause for India. India is jumping on the drone bandwagon. We've been covering the drone phenomenon on this program for the last couple of months. Well, to be fair, the last couple of years, but specifically in use due to the coronavirus pandemic, the coronavirus epidemic, <clears throat> we now have ready-made excuses to start installing all of these hideous uh, 24-7 surveillance programs in the West and other places. So I thought it would be fun to just take a little stroll around the world. We're going to go, we're going to jump around here, different places, and see how different countries around the world are dealing with the spread of the pandemic, but more so the policing of it using these drones. Of course, it'll never happen here. This is in India. This is all the way over there. It'll never happen here. And I thought it would just be nice to go through some corporate media outlets and see how they're just basically soft promoting, uh, soft promoting the surveillance state now. No discussion, no debate. You will accept this. You will have this. Just took note. Stiltering cadence. Thank you very much. <laughs> this is the Mumbai police, ladies and gentlemen, making drone announcements. <laughs> Straight away. See, I've been doing this kind of stuff for a long time. I've written articles about how to frame things. 
you know, how propaganda I have I have books on my bookshelf about propaganda and political speech and stuff. It's like my little hobby horse. So straight away, is there anything that you can see straight away in the first five seconds of this clip? Let, did you pick up on the same thing I picked up on? Have a listen again. See, as the drone's going up into the sky, the ethereal kind of uh, achievement music, right? Like it's like they're shooting something into space. Like this is a celebration of the advancements of humankind, right? It's very dramatic. It's meant to show you how far we've come, how advanced we are. There's nothing to worry about. We are at the cutting edge of science. This is a great achievement for us, right? Positive, positive, positive. The Mumbai police are now using drones to monitor people and ensure that they stay inside their homes. On the upside, there will be less shitting in the streets now, though, to be fair. I wonder how many how many people in Mumbai would say, well, I think the drones is a good idea. I don't care about the virus so much, but I'm sick of walking out here and walking into Yuvraj's shit. There's a man named Yuvraj. He lives next door. He always shits in front of my front door. If the drones can stop him from doing this, then I am in favor of it. During the 21-day national lockdown, through the drones, the police are able to keep a watch on the narrow lanes inside the city while they alert people to maintain social distancing on yeah. the streets. That's not creepy at all. Loves to spooge. Big Brother is here to help. Nothing to fear here. Exactly. Well, when I was reading comments like on Twitter, uh, you know, you expect this kind of fucking shit on Twitter. But like when I'm going through like the last couple of months looking at these little clips that are being put out by the corporate media and by governments and stuff. Oh, we're doing everything we can about the drones. It's amazing the amount of responses that come back from people. Hey, I've got nothing to hide. If any, if this helps us go back to normal life, people are so fucking stupid. <laughs> they say, hey, if tracking our phone data and having 24-hour surveillance helps us go back to normal, then I'm all for it. And it's like, I can't even talk to this person. Like I used to reply to people on Twitter. Now I just let them go because there's no, there's literally no point to talking to somebody who has that opinion. Think about how dumb that is. If 24 hour, this is what, if, if this is their argument, if 24 hour surveillance and the government's tracking our movements via our cell phones gets us back to normal, then that's what we'll do. Sorry, I'm, I've just got a guest in the studio. How can I help you? You missing something? Oh, okay. All right. Thanks for that. <laughs> a, a cameo point, uh, appearance by Mrs. Boogie, who was sheepish, sheepishly standing at the door for about five minutes while I just stared at her. Staring at her like, what the fuck are you doing? Get the fuck out of here. But she was like, mm, 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 mm. she had to get something out of here. Fine. May it never happen again. <laughs> it's all laugh and laugh when we're on air. As soon as I go off, she'll be like, fucking asshole. What'd you leave me standing there for? Well, see, I have the power now. While the show's rolling, I'm in control. As soon as the, as soon as the camera goes off. <laughs> no, she's good. So 
how stupid would you have to be? Because you're not going back to normal. No, no, no. You, you're bringing in 24-hour surveillance. You're bringing in, you're legalising the government tracking your whereabouts on a mobile phone. Uh, sir, that shit ain't normal. <laughs> well, <clears throat> hey, if the, if the surveillance state, if the government's surveilling all of our movements and watching our every move with drones and having spy planes flying over the top of us and having cameras and social distancing makes means we can go back to normal, I'm all for it. This is the normal now. See, this is what they mean when they talk about the new normal. You've heard that you've heard that low that slogan been thrown out there lately, right? You've heard them say this. This is what the new normal is. This is going to be there's going to be a new normal. We're going to have to get adjusted. So now they're talking about this is the programming shit that I'm telling you about. So now they're openly saying, "Well, if you want to go back to normal, now we have to track all of your movements on a smartphone app. If you want to go back to normal, now we have to have drones patrolling the sky 24-7. If you want to go back to normal, you have to redefine what privacy means. Pretending like it's normal. Just transplanting that new definition of normal into daily vernacular. Like you won't notice. New world normal. Exactly. The drone got successfully 40 to 42 feet off the ground. This represents the biggest height we have ever flown an unmanned craft. Listen, listen to the music. Dun, 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 like it's about a fucking war hero or something. Like it's the first Indian in Indians in Spain. Here's the command center. Maharashtra, which has the highest number of COVID-19 cases, has formed a cluster containment plan to Wow. It, highest number of COVID-19 cases has It kinda looks like a quarantined ghetto, doesn't it? Oh, thank you for the... I forgot to have my alert music on. Thank you for the follow. ...formed a cluster containment plan to deal with a the A cluster containment plan. <laughs> Captain Hedgeman with the diamond says, we had a new normal after 9-11. Turned out great. <laughs> exactly, 100%. This is just the way things are going to be now. If you want to get back to normal life then you're going to have to have 24-hour surveillance and legalised tracking of your every movement via smartphone apps by the government. You're just going to have to accept that. If you can't accept that, well, I'm afraid you're not going to be allowed to go back to normal. Isn't it fucking cute? And people just mindlessly repeat it. See, I always see, I used to have hope. I used to be a hopeful guy. I used to think there's no way people will go along with this shit. There's no way people will accept this stuff. Oh, how I was wrong. <laughs> they not only accept it, they fucking, they, they do the propagandizing. They propagandize themselves into believing it. Well, the government said we, we can go back to normal as long as we accept 
this new kind of surveillance dystopian nightmare. I think it's great. And if you try to say to this person, but that's not normal, they'll say, well, things change. We've got to keep people safe. My guy's a great guy. He's doing everything we can to keep it safe. You sent myself flaccid with a diamond, says, since I didn't get to rape you with diamonds on Friday. Well, thank you. That's okay. You can come back for seconds. Sloppy seconds for you sent myself flaccid. <laughs> Winning TV with a diamond. It will be called Skynet next. The state is using data. Dead Jedi in the chat. I finally figured out your name. Sorry about that. Dead Jedi in the chat says they'll fight to keep it. You're damn right they will. Because it's the metaphorical uh, protection blanket. It's the protection meme that we've spoken about for years on this show. How do you get somebody to accept something that they would otherwise reject? You tell them that it's going to keep them safe. It's protecting them from stuff. And then they will fight to have it. The analytics, drones and the traditional patrolling methods to deal with containment in crowded places. Mm -hmm. A senior police official said that in every district, two or three drones are being used to monitor movements on streets. In every district? Remember, it's not like fucking India is like some two-bit town. We're talking about a nation of over a billion people here. So this is the thing that should worry you. If they can make it work in a country like China, which has, what, 1.2, 1.3 billion people? If they can make it work in a country like India that has over a billion people, why the fuck do you think it won't work in a country of 300 million? Why the fuck don't you think it'll work in your country of 25 million? Why the fuck don't you think it'll work in a country of 80 million, right? They have already rolled this shit out in multiples of that. See, people who say, oh, it'll never happen here, it'll never happen here. It's like, dude, it's already happening to one point, it's already happening to over two and a half billion people on planet Earth right now as we speak. It's all it's already happening to almost half of the Earth's population. Why the fuck do you think it won't happen to you? Honestly. Well. A drone can cover a kilometer area once pressed and gives an aerial view of areas. Desert Cat in the chat. I don't understand subscriptions here. What's two ninety eight a month? Dollars? That can't be. No, it's lemons. So it's about three bucks a month. So if you want to be a supporter of the show and you get your little special uh, booger name tag, you you pay three bucks a month to the channel. I get three bucks a month. You get to feel special. That's a, that's the arrangement. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just common street trash. <laughs> Become a sub to the channel, by the way. <laughs> It also shows the arterial roads and moves into its lanes and by-lanes of narrow streets. Okay, but that's in India. Right. That's all the way in India. Ring the bell and get your cheese, man. JJ Stoner, thank you for the gifted sub. There you go. You just got a free sub from JJ Stoner. There you go. So that's happening all the way over in India, ladies and gentlemen. That's not happening here. It'll never happen here. You don't have to worry. India is just a backwater. Sure, it's got over a billion people that are being policed, just like in China, with drones and surveillance, but it'll never happen here. What about France, ladies and gentlemen? France is a much smaller country, but damn it, they've got those European sensibilities. You know, France once cut the heads off their king. 
in the name of liberation. If you thought the uh, coming-of-age tale of America fighting England for its own independence was something, how about releasing prisoners from jail and then beheading the king in the courtyard? Like, that's a whole nother level that France went through. So the coming-of-age tale of France is far more bloodthirsty. They basically cut off everybody's fucking head in that country. So, I mean, France, like, you know, French liberationism, right? liberation theory, it's very strong. It's a very strong undercurrent in French society. It'll never happen in a place like France, right? Confinement. Week five. <laughs> the week five confinement update. <laughs> Hello and welcome to our show. All about- Jacka Pitt with the diamond says, liberation, only vicious sexual liberation. That's right. Uh, when we get to our thousand follower goal, I will um, I will get in touch with Evil Ian, who's going to make us a glass drink stirrer, which we will repurpose as a dildo. I will send it to one lucky fan. About life under lockdown. Boogie bumper glass dildo coming your way. Once we hit our thousand follower goal. Down in France, the country is enduring its fifth week of this extraordinary shutdown, but perhaps the end is in sight. The French president has said that life slowly can begin to return to normal from... Hey, it certainly put down all of those pesky yellow vest protests, didn't it? Huh? Yeah, well done. Coronavirus. (laughs) Emmanuel Macron must be sitting there going, I hope this fucking thing never ends. I hope this just goes through right to the next election. Because if nobody's allowed outside, they're not going to protest. And if they're not allowed outside, they're not going to vote me out. So I hope we have coronavirus forever. May the 11th. But for the moment, the centre of Paris is quiet. And in this show, we'll take you around the country as our reporters show you how the French people are coping with the beginning of a... (laughs) As we discovered last week, Paris is quiet, but only for the ethnic French people. (laughs) If you're part of a particular minority in Paris, of which there are many then police aren't enforcing social distancing rules. Police aren't closing your stores. Police aren't closing the mechanics. They're not closing the tyre place. They're not arresting you on the street because they're afraid that you'll riot because they've gone through about four or five days of riot from riots from this particular group, this particular ethnic minority in Paris. They don't put up with that shit, funnily enough. Who would have thought that 400,000 illegal immigrants wouldn't listen to government direction when it comes to social distancing? But you learn something every day. Second month of confinement. Custom, Eve Lean in the chat, custom dildos for your boogie hole. (laughs) So tens of millions of French people are effectively stuck... I've been to Paris. I spent some time in Paris, in France, and if you haven't been... You know how everybody says, oh, you've got to go to Paris, you've got to go to Paris, you've got to go to France, you've got to love Paris, Paris is amazing. I wish I didn't fucking go. It was back in 2009, and funnily enough, like, Parisians back then, I would try to speak them in my absolute best shitty pigeon French, but Parisians back then in 2009 were already echoing the sentiments that we hear from Parisians now when you hear about the yellow vest stuff. So that was a long time ago, right? We're talking over 10 years ago. They were already getting shitty about multiculturalism. They were already getting shitty about mass immigration. I can't imagine what it's like now. But I hated Paris. 
if I ever go to France again, I'm going to go to like Bordeaux or somewhere in the south. Like go to the fucking wine region instead. Fuck Paris. I thought it was dirty. It was busy. Uh, it was just a shitty town. A shitty experience. Yeah, they've got the they've got the tower, but how many times can you see it? Right. Once you, I'm not I'm not a big kind of monument guy. So I walked over and I saw the tower. I'm like, eh, okay, it's pretty cool. Paris is amazing, apart from you know. No, I see. I had more fun in like little towns in Scotland, and in I had more fun in County Cork in Ireland than I did in Paris. Thank you for coming. I see you in hell. See in County Cork, we we I was in uh, the south. In Cork is like the southernmost part of Ireland. One of the best nights I had in Ireland was at a little comedy club. There was about twenty people in it. Everybody was heckling the comedians. Uh, the comedians were heckling us. And this this comedy club was next door to a feminist dyke bar. <laughs> so we were mingling when we were having a cigarette with these angry feminists, these angry lesbians. <clears throat> and then after the show, uh, we all got high together. And they, they closed the bar that the comedy club was in to the public after the show. And we all just sat around with the comedians, smoking joints, drinking beer, getting high, singing songs. It was fucking great. In Paris, it was like um, hanging onto your wallet onto on the train, so little gypsy children don't steal it from you. It was uh, crazy taxi drivers who wanted to commit suicide. Um, yeah, I, the food wasn't all that special. I had better food in Ireland than I did in France, so maybe everyone's experience is different. But I just I always thought Paris is like this is the most overrated town on fucking planet Earth in their homes only going outside when they absolutely have to when you absolutely have to not for a protest <laughs> to break the rules well there is a fine in theory for anybody found to be flouting the regulation flouting there's our word of the week flouting see they're flouting in france like they're flouting here but it's nigh on impossible for the police to enforce ah. so they are increasingly using drones eyes in the sky to monitor what? people's behavior what? as our reporters james andre and amal <clears throat> co have been finding out they're using drones they are seen more and more often flying over paris's closed parks and woods police drones are being used to monitor vast areas ah. of the capital through right. this lockdown. Right. Sectors 11, 12, and 13. The drone gives us a vantage point over the whole area. That means less policemen on the ground, ladies and gentlemen. We don't even have to show up anymore. I see you in hell. We don't even have to do police work anymore. The drones are doing it for me. We can have less police on the ground. We could just watch everybody from the sky. At first, people were surprised and not always very cooperative. At first, they were surprised and not cooperative. But <clears throat> usually we insist a little and they understand they have to leave. Yes. <laughs> you know, at first, people are not very cooperative. When we fly the drone over their head and say, get the fuck out of here, they look at us, they give us the middle finger, they flash their dick, they don't pay attention. But if we persist and make various veiled threats in passive-aggressive manner, then they very quickly run back to their homes. <laughs> so they'll do what they're told eventually. The drones deliver their message clear. Stay at home. You cannot remain in this area. French broad on a park bench. 
Drones can't find people, but they can guide ground units towards those who disobey the confinement rules. If they refuse to leave, we inform our command centre. And they dispatch policemen to check their papers. Yes! Woo! <laughs> Checking your papers! But Boogie, I thought France was a free country. I thought France was liberated. Didn't they cut the head off their king to fight for their freedom? Yes. And now they have drones flying around identifying people on the street. And if you refuse to exercise your freedom to just be outside, which is not against the law, then the the command center will dispatch riot police to your location to check your fucking paperwork. Show me your papers. Oh, isn't it good? Ah, ah. Oh, oh, I feel so goddamn protected right now. Don't you? Oh, it's so protected. It feels like a warm croissant on a Sunday morning. Like a warm croissant in my favorite Parisian cafe. I feel so goddamn warm and fuzzy and nice and protected by this shit. But hey, you know, those Europeans, they've been doing some crazy stuff for a while. Let's be honest here. That's all the way over in Europe. That's all the way over in Europe. I'm sure it's only happening in China, in India, and in Europe, ladies and gentlemen. Again, do you see the advertising? Do you see the advertising that the corporate media is doing for this? It's so convenient. We're protecting people. You have no choice, right? That's the subtext to this. You have no choice but to do what we tell you. Forget about rights. (laughs) There are no rights. The only rights you have are those we allow to exist. And right now, that's duck egg. Bagel, zero. So just do what you're told and everything will go along just nicely. Stop resisting. Be calm. Do what you're told. We will dispatch policemen to check your papers. But that's happening all the way over in Europe, right? They don't even speak English over there, so who cares, right? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Australia. Police will be watching from above as the crackdown on public gatherings <sighs> becomes even tougher. Woo, Australia! Woo! Woo! <laughs> Tonight, drones are being deployed in Perth as more activities are banned. Bad. They're the eyes and... Our drones at least have little sirens on them. <laughs> to make the illusion complete. Because people respond... Uh, you know, more proactively, I think, when they hear a siren going. It's got disco lights as well. Our drones are kick-ass. We're, at least our drones are cooler. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Perth, as more activities <laughs> are banned. <laughs> They're the eyes and voices in the sky. The eyes and voices in the sky. Almost sounds like God. Social distancing is like something out of a science fiction movie. See how they keep saying that? This is like something out of a science fiction movie. This is like something out of a science fiction movie. This is like something out of a science fiction movie. You know why they keep saying that? Because they're proving to you that it's not abnormal. Hey, we've all seen this kind of thing before. You've already gotten used to this idea. 
people love movies. People love science fiction movies. Don't you love that science fiction movie? Remember in the end of the science fiction movie how the hero wins and the tyrants are always overturned? You know that? You know that feeling, that warm, fuzzy, nostalgic feeling you get when somebody makes an ambiguous reference to something in your past? Isn't it wonderful? But this is our new reality. This is our new reality. Not a debate, not a discussion. It's not up for... There there are no concerns, apparently. This is just the way it is. Hey, if you want to get back to normal, you're going to have to accept the new normal. Police drones breaking up groups of more than two. These drones will be... (laughs) More than two. We go hardcore in this country. ...used at parks and other places where people congregate and people are not adhering to the social distancing rules. Not laws. We keep... I have to keep pointing this out. Nobody refers to them as social distancing laws because they aren't laws. They're just rules. They're guidelines, right? From midnight tonight, unless you're from the same household, only two people can be together in public. This is where the check your papers thing comes in, right? Because the social distancing rules state that two people, uh, unless you're, you can't be in a group of more than two unless you're from the same household. But how can we know, how do we tell if you're from the same household or not? Well, we're going to have to check your papers. We have to check your ID. It's not good enough just to tell the police that we're all part of the same family. No, you need to now prove your innocence. Both indoors and outdoors. The drone fleet is another weapon to protect frontline police... I I can't believe they used the word weapon. (laughs) It's a weapon in the war against coronavirus. And outdoors. The drone fleet is another weapon to protect frontline police and us from... Protect frontline police and us. It's protecting frontline police and us at the same time. Um, uh, but, sir, sir, um, what if the police are arresting me for standing outside and doing nothing? Well, they're obviously not going to be protecting you then in that moment. See, by protecting the police, they're protecting you. And by protecting you, we mean keeping you inside your own fucking house. <laughs> I feel so goddamn protected by these drones flying around and police demanding to see my identification. I just feel so safe. <laughs> They're not even trying. But this is the thing. This shit works. People people will say that this is protecting them. People will say they are being protected from stuff. They will believe it from exposure to COVID-19. Thank you. Your actions are saving lives. Thank you. Your actions are saving lives. Outside the city, there'll be restrictions on regional travel from tomorrow night. And a warning, our state borders could be completely closed by this weekend. There is a clear message to any interstater thinking about coming to Western Australia. Don't come. We don't want you here. West Aussie's in. So there you go. It's protecting you. It's protecting the police 
and protecting you. It's the latest weapon in the war, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you're from the same household, otherwise you may get arrested. We need to see your papers. But the important thing to note here is these eyes in the sky, the voices in the sky, which are kind of godlike, really, when you think about it. God protects you and so do the drones. <laughs> it's only happening in places like India, China, France, Australia. I'm very conscious of the fact that the majority of my audience is in the United States and I'm here to inform you that it'll never happen here, i.e. there. So if you're an American, you can sleep comfortably knowing that it'll never happen here. Live from the D-Live studios with your host, Boogie Bumper. It's time for the world's favourite game show. India, come on down. Come on down, India. Chase that little drone. France, come on down. Come on down, France. And Australia, come on down. And our newest contestant, the United States of America. Come on down. You're the next contestant on It'll Never Happen Here. <sighs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It'll never happen here. It's never going to happen in the United States and the United States of America. We ain't going to put up with that shit here, you foreign son bitch. We got the Second Amendment. We got the First Amendment. We got the Constitution. You stupid foreign sons of bitches gave your guns away. We ain't going to put up with that shit here. Michigan police agencies <laughs> have a new tool to a fight coronavirus, tool, yeah. and that tool is Woo. drones. A drone manufacturer has donated drones to the Battle Creek Police Department Woo. and the Kent County Sheriff's... Free drones to Battle Creek. Woo! ...department. We wanted to find out why, and News 8's Joe LaFergy has that story. Show us the story. The Kent County Sheriff's Department received four of these small Chinese-made drones. The original was the emergency response. But don't expect a swarm of these Chinese-made drones, ladies and gentlemen. But I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. I'll see, see you in hell. You're saying, but Boogie, we did the Chinese-made drone story last week. You spoke about it last week. Remember New Jersey? The New Jersey Police Department? How they were taking Chinese-made drones and flying the Chinese-made drones around New Jersey now, looking in people's backyards? No, no, this is a new story. This is a new one. So now we're in Michigan, ladies and gentlemen. Michigan! Woo! <laughs> we're now in Michigan. We have tools. We have these, the Chinese, the, 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 the state Chinese communist government has very generously donated these tools of law enforcement to the good people of Michigan. Michigan! <laughs> It'll never happen here. Listen to what this guy says. The Kent County Sheriff's Department. Oh no, Rusty, Rusty's from Michigan. Oh no, oh, 
<laughs> I'm sorry to my Michiganders. Michigandans? Whatever the fuck they call you people. <laughs> for the small Chinese-made drones, the original intent was for COVID-19 emergency response. Yeah. But don't expect a swarm of these to be chasing you down if you're not social distancing. Ah, don't expect a swarm of these to be chasing you down if you're not social distancing. Does anybody else find it entirely and only suspicious that they would feel the need to put that in at the front of the fucking story. Why do you think that they would do that? I'll give you some thinking music. <laughs> Why do you think that the local news would have to say at the beginning of this story, don't get any crazy ideas about these things chasing you around for not enforcing social distancing, huh? Huh? I'll see you in hell. I mean, that's that's conspiracy talk. That kind of thing only happens in China, India, Italy, Spain, (laughs) France, Australia, Singapore, South Korea. It only happens in all of those other countries. It's not going to happen here. It will never happen here. (laughs) Exactly. Henry St. George Tucker Bumper in the chat puts it perfectly. Don't worry. It's not the thing that it is. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to hear it again? Have a listen to this fucking guy. But don't worry. Don't get any crazy fucking ideas about these things chasing you around, enforcing social distancing rules. That's only what happens in every other place where these things are. Chinese-made drones. The original intent was for COVID-19 yep. emergency response. Yes. But don't expect a swarm of these to be no. chasing you down if you're not social distancing. Don't expect. Don't expect that. In fact, don't expect anything. In fact, don't even pay fucking attention to it. It's not going to happen. So just don't expect it to happen. And then when it happens, you'll be really fucking surprised. <laughs> as far as patrolling the streets and shouting messages, that's that's not what these are for. The no. four DJI no. Mavic 2 Enterprise drones have been added. <laughs> that's not what these... Chi- these Chinese-built drones, which were donated by the Chinese government to help us do things during coronavirus lockdown. These are not for enforcing social distancing. No, these are special drones. These drones here are for delivering toilet paper to pensioners. These drones, we're using our drones to deliver baby food to single mothers. (laughs) It's like the New York governor. Remember when he sent in the fucking National Guard? Oh, we're only sending in the National Guard because they're going to help with the cleaning effort and and hand food out. Remember that? (laughs) The National Guard's going to be in there with their sponges and their pledge, wiping down countertops in New York delis. <laughs> and then a week later, it's like, oh, well, okay, now we're setting up roadblocks. But I thought they were helping out with the cleaning. Yeah, we're cleaning out the trash. Huh? Huh? Don't worry. These drones are not going to be used for the thing that all the other drones are used for. So just get that fucking crazy conspiratorial idea out of your head right now to the Kent County Sheriff's Department existing drone fleet. I think it's important for people to understand this is a program that's existed for almost two years now uh, here at the Sheriff's Office. Two years, two years, really. You've had Chinese drones patrolling the streets for two years? No, well, no that's that's not what I meant. <laughs> You've had lockdown orders from the governor for two years? Well, well uh, no. Office. The drones are smaller than... Don't worry, it's the same thing that's always happened and always will happen and nothing is different at all, ever. <laughs> current fleet. They're also equipped with a light and one-way speaker. One-way speaker. This is the Kent County Sheriff's Office hoping everyone out there is staying healthy and staying safe. 
so absurd. <laughs> Remember what he said? He said, as far as flying these things, he literally just fucking said it. As far as flying these things around, telling people to go inside, we're not going to be doing that. That is that is one thing. That is a step too far. That is a bridge too far. We will never, ever be using the drones for that kind of stuff. We don't, we don't agree with that. So what do our drones do? Well, they... <laughs> <laughs> this is the sheriff's department. I hope you're having a super day. <laughs> this is the local police department wishing you a very good morning. Hope you're having a lovely day. Coming up after the break, we've got our prize giveaway. Check out the police rock van down at the Hooters. They're handing out cans of Pepsi. The fuck is going on here? This is the local police department wishing you a very Merry Christmas. <laughs> our, our drones are only going to be putting out their positive, uplifting messages for no fucking reason whatsoever. <laughs> we just hope that you're all staying safe and healthy on this beautiful Michigan morning. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Good morning, Michigan! <laughs> Oh, I don't know. My mind's been put at ease. I don't know about you. I don't know about you. <laughs> I'm sure they are not going to be using this thing to send messages that people should stop uh, congregating and they should go home and respect social distancing guidelines. No, they're only going to fly the drones around to give positive, upbeat, up-vibe messages about what a wonderful morning it is. <laughs> Beautiful sunny weather here in Michigan. What a fucking circus. And if if that doesn't convince you, just remember the words of the reporter at the start of the program. Do not expect swarms of these things to be chasing you down the road enforcing social distancing guidelines. Do not expect that. No, no, no. Our drones are only being sent up to say, good morning, Michigan. Hope you're having a lovely day. Wow. They really have no respect for you whatsoever. They really do think you are that dumb. But that's happening in Michigan, Boogs. That'll never happen here. Christmas came early for the Chula Vista Police Department, which unveiled a new toy today. They oh, you got a new toy. You got a new toy. Do you see the theme of all of these little reports, right? It's positive. It's important. It's normal. It's the new normal. It's not as bad as you think. Stop thinking the bad things. <laughs> Winning TV with a diamond. Man, put down the jelly donut. Not healthy. And as soon as they put it down, the little police drone flies over and picks it up. <laughs> Takes it back to the patrol car. Good job. Good job, Rotor. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm naming the drone Rotor. So it's all positive. It's all good. It's here for your protection. It's protecting the boys in blue and it's protecting you too. It's not here for social distancing. Good morning, Michigan. We're just here to wish you a very lovely morning. We just hope you're having a lovely day. It's the next generation. It's the next wave. It's the new normal. It's just something we're going to have to get used to. Hey, it's just a toy. It's just a new toy that we have. Look at our, look at our fucking new toys we have here. huh? Aren't they great? 
They say this drone will help them fight crime safely. Putting the tinsel over the fucking screen. 530 News reporter Matt Boone got to try it out for himself, showing off what makes it different than others on the market. Show us. He's showing off his new toy. Let's have a look. So one of the things that makes this drone unique is yep. if you select yourself, it will actually follow you around. And as you walk, I can see myself on this screen as the camera follows me, even under this tent. And I don't even have to touch any of the controls. Just a fun little new toy. It's cool. It's fun. It's, fun. it's harmless. Yes. What it does is, if police are using this drone, remember, it's not going to be used for uh, following people around. That won't happen. That's not going to happen. Okay? So get, get that fucking ridiculous idea out of your head. Police can use the camera on the drone to identify a person and then they just press on you and it will just literally follow you around. It will lock onto your signal and it will go wherever you go. It'll never happen here. Remember, it's not going to be used for any kind of tracking or anything like that. That's just nonsense. It's just going to follow you to work. <laughs> And when you get to the when you get to the office, it's gonna say, "Have a good morning, Boogie Bumper." <laughs> it was a pleasure walking to work with you today. It's a beautiful morning here at Jula Vista. <laughs> Just gonna wish you a merry fucking Christmas. That's what it's for. It's called the Skydio Two. We really view this as a paradigm shift in law enforcement. A paradigm shift in law enforcement, huh? That's all we've all been waiting for. Captain Vern Sally says it's the newest drone in their collection and the most advanced. Good. This drone uh, is very, very smart yep. and is extraordinarily difficult to crash. It, it can't crash. <laughs> it, it does not crash. Into being able to follow subjects. It flies around things. It locks onto you, but it, it has it has sensors, so it's not going to like fly into a wall or something. It's not going to fly into a, a pole or something, right? It'll navigate its way around obstacles automatically while it tracks your movements. When piloted manually, it's designed to avoid hitting objects, easily swerving through the poles and umbrellas in the Chula Vista police courtyard. Most of the other crafts that we have, we wouldn't really risk flying so close to obstacles. Officer Kyle Roberts has been trained to fly it. This feels like a remote control car or a video game. Feels like a remote control car or a video game, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah! It's just like a, t it's just a new tie. Just got to wish you a good morning. It's going to wish you a Merry Christmas. It's just like playing a video game. See how fun and lighthearted this shit is? Where's the discussion about privacy? Where's the discussion about overreach? Where's the discussion about going too far? Where's the discussion about literally becoming fucking China? That's what we're doing now. Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. Where's the discussion about literally doing what China does? I'll see you in hell. Doing the exact same thing China does. To a T. Locking down whole cities, shutting down businesses, 
having drones fly around tracking people, bringing smartphone apps. Don't worry, we're doing the apps tomorrow. We're doing the tracing apps tomorrow. We are essentially just doing exactly the same thing that China has done. And you have people cheering for it and clapping for it and saying how wonderful it is. We're even using the same kind of positive propagandizing that China did. And we know this because we watched the damn videos on this show ourselves. Remember, we need facial recognition technology because sometimes people carry a heavy bag. It's very convenient for you. It's convenient. It's for your, it's for your comfort. Sometimes people have heavy bag. It's just a toy. It's just like playing a video game. Don't worry, it's not going to chase you down the street. It's a tool of law enforcement. It's to make you safe. It's to protect you. I don't know about you, but I feel safer. <laughs> and as we just keep hurtling and hurtling and hurtling and hurtling to the exact scenario that we see in countries like China and in India. Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. People just get more and more and more used to the idea that this is the way it's supposed to be. This is the way it's going to have to be. Because like so many of our Twitter comrades have thoughtlessly expressed over the last month or so, hey, if we have to redefine everything about ourselves as Westerners, that being the idea of privacy, of individual liberty, and freedom from oppressive tyrannical surveillance states, if we need to do away with all of that <clears throat> in order to, quote, get back to normal, whatever the normal is, well then, we may as well do it. And, and that's the real black pill, when you realise that you are, you are in such a tiny minority of people who, one, give a fuck about this stuff, and two, think it's a bad idea. Because most of the people in your life and most of the people around you probably think the opposite. And they, they are going to be the ones who are cheering this all the way into, you know, into, into a space where we have no other choice but to do it. Because everybody has been so programmed up until that point to just accept it as a reality anyway. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on this edition of The Daily Boogie. If you'd like to become a supporter of the show, then please head to patreon.com slash boogiedumper. Become a subscriber by hitting the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you'd like to tell me that it'll never happen here, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at Boogie Bumper. Don't forget to follow our friends, Winning TV, ladies and gentlemen, Why Censored, uh, Mr. America, The Bearded Truth, UK Neil, Joy of Pessy, JJ Stoner. Don't forget Joy of Pessy tomorrow night, Tuesday night. We'll give him another plug tomorrow night with the great Ryan Log. JJ Stoner with the mighty Mike Merger interview coming up on Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to be chatting to JJ just after the show. Got some things to work out. Uh, later on tonight, 10 p.m., you've got Revenge of the uh, Revenge of the You've got Nightwave Radio hosted by everybody's lover of French women, Mersh. And then tomorrow morning, Daywave at 10, JJ Stoner at 12, uh, Revenge of the Sis at 4, myself at 6, and we'll come back and we'll do it all over again. Don't forget to follow uh, Frozen Asian in the chat who was having a lot of fun on the karaoke show last night. <laughs> <laughs> Too much fun by the sounds of it. 
one or two too many funds, I think, for Frozen Asian. So you might have to go a little lighter next time. So don't forget to follow all of our friends. Support the shows that support us. Uh, thank you to everybody who contributed tonight on DLive, ladies and gentlemen. And as usual, after the show, when I upload the podcast, everything we refer to, all the material we use tonight, will be in the show notes on the Podbean website. Static Void, fuck the pain away. So I'll open that chest now. Until tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, at 6 p.m., stay calm, stay rational. God bless, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.